right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Sean Show. Again, we're on Zoom today, so if we sound a little bit different, not what you expect, that is the reason for it. But we're learning new things, learning new, uh, new ways to record this podcast and get you guys the content that you deserve and desire. But with that being said, it's a pregame episode. Looking forward to the University of South Alabama. I'm your host, Curtis, joined today by... Josh, Mario, and Jordan. All right, guys. So, the Jaguars in Mobile, Alabama, led by Jake Bentley at quarterback, although he's a bit questionable for this game. They have a couple of weapons that Coastal needs to look out for. But what are your major takeaways from this team, and, and what are your uh, your thinking about the Jaguars so far this season? You know, they're a little bit of an interesting team. They were supposed to be better than they're playing. They were supposed to be an eight-win team around, and that's probably mostly because of the hype that comes with having Jake Bentley. They've been competitive in a lot of their games. I'm looking at their Sun Belt record, and they're 2-5, and five, so they had a good non-conference, but 3-1, and one, but then come into Sun Belt play and lay a couple goose eggs. But the main thing here in the main storyline is that they have five wins, so they're only one win away from bowl eligibility. And it's their senior night, like we've mentioned pre-podcast. So they're going to throw everything they have at us because if their seniors lose, this is going to be their last football game ever. Yeah, for me, uh, it's going to definitely be the play of Jalen Tolbert. I think that, you know, he's already over 12,000. He's going to have over 13,000 yards receiving this year. And, you know, I'm just eager to see how they're going to put him as far as the scheme that they have, I'm just eager to see how they're going to use him and how many yards he's going to get this game. But if I think that Jordan Strong is going to be on him this game just simply because he's got so many yardage. I think that that will be a good matchup to watch, but we definitely have to keep our eye out on him for sure. Shout out to the second yeah, coming I mean, of uh, Jerry Rice there with Tolbert. 12,000 receiving yards? 1,200. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> what a season. Heisman? <laughs> I thought I said 1,200. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I was about to correct you too. But again, Jalen Tolbert, that's probably the biggest weapon on this South Alabama team. And the Jordan Strong will assume most likely is going to be one-on-one with him. And that's going to be a real good test for the Jordan Strong. I'm very interested to see how that's going to turn out because the Jordan Strong has been absolutely great this year. And one thing we're going to mention about Jordan Strong real quick is that after the game, the Texas State game, he announced that he will be coming back next year for football at CCU. So to Jordan Tron, that'll be a huge pickup for next year's team. And that's really huge news going into this game. And like you said, he's going to be matched up with him all week. Right. Absolutely great corner. You know, we're again, we're so grateful to have him on his, on this team because he has been an absolute lockdown. But while we're on the cornerback uh, t- talk, one guy on South Alabama that I'm really looking at is a guy named Daryl uh, Luther Jr. He has, he leads the team with four interceptions. Now, again, I don't know if this guy is, a starting corner or he's a guy like Boykin who comes in and just gets picks. I'm not sure, but that's going to be a guy that I think Coastal needs to look out for because again, he's got four interceptions, you know, the dude is somewhat of a ball hawk hawk. So we got to kind of watch out for him as well. But overall, this is going to be a very, very interesting game. This is a game that Coastal cannot take lightly. Like again, this cannot be another Georgia state game. It can't happen because they, because this team, again, this is senior night. It's at home. This is one win away from bowl eligibility. These players are going to fight to win this game, and Coastal has to come prepared. Yeah, for sure they do. And they open as 15-point favorites, uh, over-under 56, which I think is, is reasonable over-under. Um, I'm, I'm 
I'm with you guys. Tech, uh, excuse me. South Alabama is going to come into this game extremely motivated. Senior night number one. That's always a motivating factor. You could be Owen and eleven going into that game, and you're still excited about it. You're still pumped to fight for those guys. They're one win away from bowl eligibility, and I, I know South Alabama hasn't gone to many bowl games. They, much like Coastal, have just made the jump up to, to the FBS level, and this is this is a chance for them to a go to a bowl game and b cement a season that has been a little bit disappointing with a victory over a marquee victory i should say over coastal carolina so yeah they're going to be motivated they're going to come in playing hot they're going to come in you know excited and and i think it's up to coastal and, and it's up to grace and mccall specifically to stop that momentum early to stop that excitement early you throw up a couple touchdowns you know, you get a turnover or two on defense, Spillum comes up with an interception, or, or like you guys said, maybe they start testing DeJordan Strong. I certainly wouldn't, but maybe they start testing him and DeJordan Strong gets an interception or, or two, and, and this game is, is over before halftime. And I think that's the best way for Coastal to win this game, is to win it early, because I think the longer you let South Alabama in this game, the more they believe and the more they start to fight, and the more they give you headaches and the more they give you problems. Yeah, and, and just to, to feedback on what you were talking about, Curtis, I mean, there were two games. I, I used to – a lot of us here played, you know, in high school. And two games you don't lose. You don't lose homecoming, depending on who the opponent is. You don't lose homecoming. And you don't lose your final home game ever at that particular stadium that you're playing at. So you already know that they're going to come out ready to play. And it's like all you guys have been saying, we cannot let up. Not one bit. You know, Trotter uh, may be the starter. We don't, like you said, we don't know yet for certain. But Trotter, if he does play, you know, you can't take his, him likely. His stats may not jump out to you like what has been given. But you got to still give the man his props. He can probably be a difference maker for this team. And if he or Jake Bentley are starting uh, at quarterback, then you got to be ready. Yeah, and throw in it that you're playing against Coastal in your final game, and we're a team that everybody, I feel like, has been giving us our best shot, and now look at us. We're out here back at our shenanigans again, eating pizza with Joey Chestnut after the game. So I'm sure they're a little jealous of that, obviously, and they want to have that kind of fun, and they're going to try to give us everything they have, just like every team has the entire season. So just another reason for them to play well in this game. Yeah, and you talked about Trotter and his stats not jumping out of the, out of the you know, stratosphere and be oh my god look at this guy why is he even the backup he doesn't have those numbers but neither did Bryce Carpenter going into the the Georgia Southern game and he still won that game and he was a difference maker in that game Trotter has the potential to do that to Coastal and I'm not what's the best way to phrase this let me let me think a little bit I'm not nervous about this game but I wasn't nervous about Georgia State either (laughs) So, you know, it's it's one of those games that Coastal can't afford to fall into the trap. Your senior night is behind you. Your bowl game is in front of you. You cannot let this Southern Alabama team take advantage of that, and, and Coastal cannot afford to fall into the trap that the Jaguars are laying for them. And, and it's, it's pretty obvious it's, it's a trap, but... What do you guys think of that? Do you think it's a trap game? Do you think Coastal's is on upset alert here? What are your what are your feelings on that? Like you said, I don't think we're on upset alert, 
but I definitely think it's a trap game. It's got trap game written all over it in way too many different ways. And I'm not necessarily worried that we're going to lose the game, but I am kind of worried that some of this momentum that we've built up from this last game at Texas state, which was like we mentioned close, but we really felt pretty good about it overall. I, th- I worry that we'll lose some of that momentum and have a way closer game than we should. Well, for me, I mean, we, I'm, I'm going to use this example as an analogy. Um, you know, we, we talked about, there have been a lot of things on social media with the red flags, you know, examples. I'm going to use this as an example with red flag written on it. Cause we, you just got to respect this team. I feel like if you don't go in and do like, you know, the last couple of losses that we've had, not respecting, you know, our opponent, that can subject us to get this loss. And I think that if you have to respect this team, they're going to come out willing and fighting because they're, they're, they want a bowl game. You know, they put in a lot of work, just like every other FBS school over the summer, to try to get to a bowl game. And you think that they're not going to try to come out and they don't care who we are. You think they're not going to try to give us their best game? Like, Coastal better come ready to play. I'm telling you. I mean, if if not, then nine and three, and then we're going to be asking these same questions that we were asking last week all over again. And I, But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they're going to really take this team very seriously and very likely. I think that they're going to go out and play the way that Coastal's been playing. Fresh off of this win against Texas State and a lot of the the things that we saw that they needed to improve on, we saw that this past weekend. So I think that they're going to win this game. But don't take South Alabama lightly. Yeah, and this is a place where I'm really, 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 really looking at Jamie Chadwell to right the ship this time. We have all these situations where we've overlooked teams, didn't beat App State, slipped up at Georgia State, and he has another chance here to prove that we don't look past teams and that we really are a solid football team. So I have faith that he's a great coach and he'll get this done, but really this is his chance to prove that. And if he can't prove that this week, then we might have some problems moving forward. Right, and not only that, but like I assume whenever – you take like a player and he knows he's going up against another great player. He takes that matchup very seriously. Again, the one we keep talking about the Jordan strong versus Jalen Tolbert. I think both of them are looking at each other, realizing how good each other are and how talented they are. And that's a matchup they're going to take seriously. Again, certain guys on this team, they're very good players. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think we're going to lose, but this is definitely a game where I'm not like, we're going to kick this team's ass. We're going to blow them out the water. I'm not thinking that way because, again, everything that South Alabama has on them, that's something you got to also consider. The other thing you also got to consider is under pressure, under all that pressure, your last senior game, uh, one more game to you win bowl eligibility. Do they live up to it or do or does South Alabama fall? And that's the other thing you got to worry about, too, because some teams just can't handle those spotlight in that big pressure moments. But this is going to be a very good game. There's going to be some players who are going to get tested, and it's going to be very, very interesting. But I think Coastal is definitely going to come out on top. They're going to end the season on a win, and then we got to worry about whatever bowl game we have. Yeah, yeah. Like you guys said, I'm not worried. I'm not nervous about this game. But, you know, I, I am concerned that it could be a trap game. But we do this segment now that we've started in the pregame of, like, your landmark stats. Like, if Coastal hits this number, they win the game. Where are you guys at this week with, with those stats? What are you looking at as, as a number that Coastal can hit that not guarantees victory, but puts us in a really, really good place to be 
victorious, be 1-0 on the week when everything is all said and done. Yeah, so we kind of go into this, and we do this every week now, and I think my number is Grayson McCall, three passing touchdowns, or three total touchdowns, we'll put it at that. And if he plays the entire game, he should have that, which is really why I'm saying it, because I think if Grayson McCall plays this entire game, or if we blow him out up until he needs to, we'll be completely fine. But that's really what I'm looking at is for him health-wise to be able to play this full game and look really good heading into the bowl game. So if Grayson McCall can get three total touchdowns and be healthy, I think we win this game no problem. For me, I'm going to say the defense has to have under 200, needs to allow under 200 yards. Wow. And I, listen, I believe in this defense. I truly think that they can get this done. We have seen throughout the season where they haven't had really good games and then they come back and they've had really great games. You have to build this momentum that you had against Texas State in that fourth quarter. And you have to build off that and take that into this game. You guys did not allow a single point that whole fourth quarter of that game. You guys need to take that, take it with a grain of salt and use it and get better. I think that if they can stop this team from getting at least 200 yards, I think we'll have no problem winning this game. I really do. For me, I'm sorry I keep mentioning his name. It's Jalen Tolbert. There's not, there's a few good guys in this team, but the one I'm looking at is Jalen Tolbert. I think if they lock him, and he he has 17.8 yards per catch, I think if we lock him down for probably less than 100 yards, we don't allow a touchdown, and he gets probably between like 10, nothing above 15, I think we win this game. That's the key right there is locking down Jalen Tolbert. And I- I'll take the obvious one that I take every week, which is turnovers. Force a couple turnovers. It's been lacking in Coastal's team um, all season, really. There haven't been a ton. Most of our turnovers have been blocked punts, which is kind of weird, which I, I don't think that counts as a turnover. But, you know, it's there's momentum. There's big momentum changing plays regardless. Again, I'm going to throw the number out there, two turnovers. I think if, if you can limit a new quarterback, which I, I'm leaning closer to Jake Bentley's on the shelf for this game. Um, you know, you're going to have a new quarterback in there. DeJordan Strong is, is going to be all over Tolbert. And I think if you can get two turnovers, it'll have to be interceptions. I think Coastal wins this game. The other number that I'm looking at is Isaiah Likely, uh, over 75 yards receiving. I think that's a guy that's a weapon that Coastal needs to take advantage of. And I think that's a guy, we had that conversation in our postgame episode of him getting snubbed for the Mackey. I think this is a game where... He's going to be motivated to come out and be like, hey, you screwed up. I'm one of the three best tight ends in the country, and I'm going to prove it. And I think if you get him the ball enough that he gets over 75 yards, maybe gets a touchdown in there, I think Coastal wins this game. I don't think they have an answer for for a really good game out of um, Isaiah Likely. But with that, let's go ahead and move into predictions. Where are you guys on this one? Um, Coastal going to cover the spread? Coastal going to over-under? Where are you guys at? I like going over in this game. I like the over. Both of these offenses can score. So the over is, what, 55 points or something like that? I'll put it at Coastal 42, South Alabama 28. I think they'll have a little bit of success early. I think it'll be kind of a similar type game to what we had last week where maybe it's close at halftime and then we pull away down the stretch. So 42-28 I think is what I'm going to go with. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Coastal 38, South Alabama 21. I think that um, we're going to have a really good good day offensive-wise. I really think that the defense is going to use what they did this past week against Texas State. And I think they're just going to allow 
at the most three touchdowns. I still think that they're going to have big numbers as far as uh, tackling and getting a lot of sacks on, on Trowder uh, if he is playing or Jake Bentley. So I think that uh, our defense is going to have a pretty decent day. It's not going to be one of those days where we have like a shutout. I don't think a shutout is going to happen, but I, I at least think that this South Alabama team will at least score 21 points. So I'll say 38, 21 coastal gets the win. I'll say either 48-21 or 48-28. I think I'm going to go 48-28. I think I'm going to go 48-28. I think, I think Jalen Tolbert getting locked down. If that happens, I think somebody else steps up. Um, again, I think I think after looking at Grayson McCall, I expect him to do that next game. You know, again, five TDs. I'm not expecting like five TDs, but I'm expecting somewhere in the range of that. But again, I do think South Alabama is going to be motivated. I do think they're going to fight hard in this game with all like the factors that are going into it. So I'll go 48-28 Coastal. Yeah, I'm a little bit more conservative than you guys. I think USA is really going to be excited for this game, going to really be ready to come out and fight. And I think they're going to punch Coastal in the mouth early. I think Coastal absorbs that hit and still walks out with a victory. But I think it's closer than a lot of people are giving them credit for. I'm going to go 28-17. I think it's going to be a little bit less scoring i think because south alabama has a backup quarterback they're going to be running the ball more often um and i think it's going to eat some time so i don't think it's going to be as high scoring as most people are thinking so yeah i'm going to go 28 17 coastal still walks out with a victory but it's not necessarily the the points or the margin that that you guys are are looking at there it's exciting to to be the last game of the season let's not kid ourselves this has been a long long season but you got one more, you got to fight through one more, and then you've got a bowl game afterwards that's going to be exciting. The one thing I'm not excited about, Friday, again, for some stupid reason. We've talked about it before. I could go off again. But Coastal playing another weekday game. I'm not, I guess it's Friday and it's a holiday, so whatever. But not excited about it, not happy about it. Um but yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be an exciting game, and I'm excited to, to get it over with. And you know, maybe I'm falling into the trap a bit here and get to bowl season. But yeah, it's 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 a really good game. But any final takeaways from this game, guys? Uh, for me, I'll I'll just say this uh, to the defense: just continue to keep going out there, doing what you did last week. And you know, if we can continue to do what we did last week, and even like you said, Curtis, get one or maybe even two turnovers. I think that this defense is going to test the momentum is going to continue to keep building for this defense and it'll eventually take it going into the bowl game. So I think that defense, you guys played really great last week, continue to keep doing what you're doing. And if you do that, the offense is going to take care of everything on their side of the ball and we'll just see what happens. But I think that defense keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And it's a, this game's on black Friday day after Thanksgiving and, I'm really, this doesn't really affect the game that much, but I'm looking for Coastal to put on a show. We're capable of trick plays, maybe. We've done some fake punts. We've gotten the Philly special the other week. I'm looking for some reverses, some flea flickers, something like that. Put on a show for them. Let the players have some fun. And I really am looking for us to keep the fun aspect and the swagger that we had last week and carry it over and cement ourselves and set us up for a great bowl game as well. Yeah, for me, honestly, I'm not going to look at any stats. I'm not going to look at any part of the team. This is about the whole team, okay? You're going to South Alabama. Even though South Alabama's got a lot going for them, this is still your last football game. Show up and show out. And honestly, these last three games, 
senior night, a very emotional night. Last game of the season, still a very emotional game, a very emotional night. And in that bowl game, it's probably the last game of your season in general. And there's a lot of seniors on this team, as we mentioned. Again, just have fun, you know, put on a show, like Josh said. And honestly, don't take it for granted, you know. Play every play like it's your last, because eventually it's going to be your last for all these seniors. Yeah, I think that's a really good, really poignant uh, thing you just said there, Mario, and I think it's really true. And uh, I think with that, I think i go ahead and sign us off. For Mario, Josh, and Jordan, I'm Curtis signing us off. Follow us on Twitter at The Shant Show, on Instagram at Shant Show. DMs are always open. Send us in questions, suggestions, whatever you may have for us. We are um, still looking for new logos, still looking for new branding opportunities. Um, but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back shortly. Looking forward to, uh, to getting into bowl season and, you know, basketball season's underway, so we'll have a couple of episodes with that coming up. And, again, we still have a special episode planned coming up soon. Not going to ruin anything. Not going to set expectations too high, but keep on the lookout. Follow the feed, and you'll get some news soon. It'll be real fun. But with that, I'll sign us off. Sean's up. Got enough skeletons to dig a couple ditches I'm done holding shit in, I promise to admit it My mind's been gone for a minute, it's missing And I'm the only one with the shit you need to fix it That was strike one, I'ma send the next distance I promise to live long as you don't forget me I will give it all for my siblings and my kiddies My circle been closed since 2016 uh.